0: Another episode of Top Year, the only podcast brave enough to give you a definitive and unbiased ranking of the last 150 years of history. This week on the show, we discuss who will be the next celebrity guest on the podcast. Bill Murray? No. No. Oh no, Jeremy Clarkson. That's it. Well,
1: he looks great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Max names the Reuben sandwich that he ate for lunch before recording. Big boy. (laughs) Wow. Wow and the boys brainstorm their upcoming end of year pub golf session.
1: Apparently there's five different routes that you can take on this race. Um, there's the rum line, the great circle, the northern route, the azores route and the trade wind route.
0: So sit back, relax, throw away your history books and enjoy episode 28 of Top Year. <laughs>
1: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Year. Yep. Yes. In, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that is where we are. Uh, here at Top Year, it is our mission to to dive into some of the years of history and uh, objectively find out which one was the best. Uh, we are making good progress on our on our goal, our mission that we chose to accept <laughs> that Mensa yeah. instructed We're us assigned. Yeah. Mm. It's a hard mission, but one that we uh, we think we're up to. Yeah, we oh. haven't met Tom Cruise yet, but we will. Is he part of Mensa? No, but he's in Mission Impossible. Oh, so <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, I don't remember him getting joining the. I think club. Tom Hanks is in Mensa. Oh, really? Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> Maybe it was someone else. Is Tom Hanks oh, in Mensa? He's not. No. <laughs> That's a little bit disappointing. But there's an article that says is Tom Hanks a high IQ individual? And says there is absolutely no such thing as a high IQ. Individual. <laughs> it's a short article. So no one is high IQ. Damn. Wow. It sucks. Anyway, I how many
2: active members of Mensa there is?
1: You can look that up while we do the intro <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> so Instant this is tangent. I think this is episode 28. I think you're right. It's good to be here. Um, last week, episode 27. What did, what did we talk about last week? That was 1976. Ooh. And it was kind of fun. We talked about a few things like um, some popular baby names. Topher somehow made it on there. Mm. I got a Skitty. <laughs> uh, skitty. Might I <laughs> yeah. restate? Um, let's see. There was that tornado that threw two people <laughs> and they survived. <laughs> uh, U-2 was formed, VHS tapes, first Concorde passenger service, the COD wars, oh, Apple oh. computer, and the penultimate airspeed record. Wow. Yeah. And that, that landed pretty high up on the e tiers if I remember correctly.
2: Yes, it did. It's fifth currently. It was... uh After some... Poor done maths, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fifth. We gave it a <laughs> 78, <yeah>, not an 86.
1: <laughs> but we used our new ranking system and it Boy, went we did. it went swimmingly, I think. It was very enjoyable. Mm. Yeah. All right, in this episode today, I will be talking about 1960. Oh, dear. Which is is looking good. I'm, I'm very keen to uh, present it to you all. But before we get there, sure. how are we feeling today? I'm feeling a bit animated. Animated? Yep. But, yeah. But. It's like suddenly turn into a cartoon. Yep. Mm. Oh, damn. So I can go 2D and crawl under doors and. Flat Stanley. When someone makes <laughs> a pie, I'll float. Yeah. <laughs> float through the air. Yep. That's useful. Okay. Oh, I, that's a good skill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm feeling jubilant. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just because or like.
1: Just because, yeah. What okay. does that bring to the table? Any skills? No. Ah, really re- good at celebrating. Exactly. Mm, useful yeah. skill.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty important for top year, I reckon. Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm feeling quite sentimental.
2: Oh. Okay. I like it.
1: Because as you will soon hear, a good, good <laughs> friend of the show <laughs> will be making an appearance in this episode, which I'm very excited about. I'm so excited. Um,. I also have the answer to
2: my question about Mensa. Okay. There is 1,000, sorry, 150,000 members. That's a lot of smart people.
1: It feels a little bit less cool yeah. if there's that many. Yeah. Yeah, there's and three there's, members. Well, there's no such thing as a high IQ individual. <laughs> so it's actually wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what does that make us then?
2: Very high IQ individuals. Oh, okay, yeah, a few, <laughs> a few. Yeah. Or in Mensa Plus. Mensa premium. Yeah. We paid the extra
1: $13.99 $13. <laughs> a month. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mensa XL. We <Yeah>. got <laughs> no ads.
1: Yep. Okay. Shall we dive into the year that was nineteen sixty? I think so. It's about time. It is about time. Okay. The president of the United States in nineteen sixty was It was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Bingo. Oh. Yes. Damn. You know, I was Ike, looking at a list Ike of himself. presidents last night for some reason. <laughs> why? Because why? <laughs> why not? Fair So enough. I can bamboozle there. you guys when I know the president each year. Yeah, I'm impressed. I like that. I'm impressed. Yeah. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Uh, do you know who got elected at the end of 1960? Oh, damn. Um, uh, JFK? Hey, this guy. Far this guy out. knows his presidents. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: JFK gets elected beating Nixon at the end of 1960, and he starts the next year. Sick. So, yeah. So that's pretty cool.
2: That list of presidents has come in very handy. Yeah. All
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, Who's been studying the list of prime ministers? Ooh. Who was the Australian prime minister in 1960? <laughs> no. Harold Holt. No.
2: Who <sighs> was that bloke that was in there for, like, 40 years or 20 years, whatever
1: it was? It was that guy. Oh, oh I forget his name. Well, No. Walt Disney, <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Malcolm Fraser. No, it was uh, Robert Menzies.
0: Oh, that guy sir. I talked about
1: him exactly. This is yeah, his, the middle of his second uh, second term. because he was in for he ages. His, yeah, legend. Um, and I thought, you know what? We talk a lot about those two world leaders, but let's talk about some others as well. <gasps> we have the British Prime Minister Harold Macmillan. It's <laughs> a sick name. Pretty cool name, and. On the 3rd of February in 1960, they made a very important speech called the Wind of Change speech. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. The Wind <laughs> of Change. And they, they were making this speech um, in the South African Parliament in Cape Town, although it had been done a couple of times before. And essentially what it was is it signalled the um, that the Conservative Party, which was kind of running the British government, would no longer impede independence for many of the African territories. And... A little quote, a famous quote from the speech was, the wind of change is blowing through this continent. Whether we like it or not, this growth of national consciousness is a political fact. Wow.
2: They discovered the wind was real. The winds of change. (laughs) 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 It's a big day for Kyle. (laughs) It
1: is. (laughs) Some other world leaders as well. Uh, Joseph Kasavubu selected as the first president of the independent Democratic Republic of the Congo. Wow. Oh, damn. Sick. Huge. Big moment there. In 1960? Yes. Wowie. Now, in Venezuela, lots (laughs) lots going on there, (laughs) President Romelu Bentecourt, there was an assassination attempt. Whoa. But he dodged it. He dodged. Well, it was an incendiary car bomb. Oh. (laughs) What? It was pretty full on. But it was detonated as they drove past down this like avenue, and apparently there was a big moment when he walked out of hospital like with bandages on, covering up his all his burns. But he like strutted out like a badass king. Um, and one of his enemies, essentially the dictator in the Dominican Republic, had planned this assassination attempt, and so it was a big like screw you to that guy. <laughs> Damn, just kept kept going like yeah. Rasputin. kept going, kept on going don't. Like so I'm sure he was a lot nicer. Eh,
2: we'll never know. Potentially.
1: No. All right. In Ghana, <laughs> <laughs> they've become a republic and Kwame Nkrumah becomes the first president. Is
2: this in 1960 as well? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh.
1: Now in Tonga. What? <laughs> Solote Tupau III was the queen of Tonga um, from 1918 <laughs> to her death in 1965. Um oh. Nearly 48 year reign. The longest <laughs> Tongan monarch. <laughs> and she was well known for her height, apparently. She was six foot three. Wow. Whoa. There That's you go. Very tall. That's as tall as Wilson. It is, yeah. He's six <laughs> three.
0: Yeah. Everyone's <What? laughs> <Far out. laughs> learning things. Too. Next time you see Wilson... <laughs> you have a reference point, yeah.
2: The, what the Queen of Tonga would roughly look like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and one last one. Um, the world's first ever elected female head of government was, oh, select, was elected in Kailan, which is now Sri Lanka, and her name was Sirimavo Bandaranaike, and she was the prime minister. What
2: a year for politics. Stuff <laughs> is
1: happening, yeah. So anyway. There you go. There are some of the people who are were wow. leading the nations in 1960. Yeah, some great names in there. Mm. I hope I pronounced them correctly. It sounds like you did. Uh, I went for, I just went confidently. Yeah, I think that's the that's the lesson. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. Now the world population, sitting around three billion, twenty-one million four hundred and seventy-five thousand. Wow. There you go. We've come so far. We well, have yeah, from come a long way. <laughs> One billion. Yeah, roughly <laughs> from zero.
2: Oh
1: damn. Mm. It's come a long way since zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to That's the so according to the Reserve Bank of Australia, if you had one pound in nineteen sixty, it would now be worth thirty three dollars and twenty-eight cents. Oh, what? All right. So you could buy <laughs> what's worth $30? a movie ticket? Like a, a gold class movie ticket. Is that thirty dollars? Probably. Oof. Yikes. You get two regular. You get two regular, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Pleb seats. Yeah. I wonder you could what buy, you'd see. You could buy a Ninja Turtle action figure. You could buy two True of them,
2: actually. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you could buy two
2: of everything.
1: <laughs> Bargain. Bargains. Yep. Okay. Top baby names. <laughs> For the ladies, we had Mary, Susan, Jane, No, Linda. Karen it, Linda B. Johnson, <gasps> oh <my> gosh <laughs> in an alternate universe yeah <laughs> and uh, and Donna, just the classics and, and the hits the, for the gents, I mean michael John yep, John, yep James yep Robert, yep <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: what a, oh, we have to get is it five, yeah, there's five, there's one more. <laughs> What does it start with? D. Donald. No. David? Oh, yes. <laughs> Why did I say Donald?
0: What
2: Donald? Did you said Donald.
1: <laughs> oh, it was nearly the perfect suite. <sighs> Damn it. But well done, lads. Just got to keep my traps shut. <laughs> Those are all just like <laughs> the classics. Classic names. Yeah. Going strong. Oh, well, at least I know the president. <laughs> <laughs> you did, which is impressive. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to test you on some popular slang. Okay. Oh I really like this, this. Oh, is this like week definitions week, so. of it? I'll say, I'll say the slang and okay. you've got to guess what it means. All right. All right. The first one means, well, f- sorry, the first one is, it's a gas. It's good. It's a ball. Mm, an enjoyable situation or person. Okay. You're a gas, Wilson. Oh, thanks,
2: man. You're a gas. Thanks.
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound that good to no, me. No, it honest. doesn't. No. <laughs> All right. Next one. Beat feet. You can dance well.
2: That's my assumption, but I reckon beat it's something feet. weird. Like
1: leave? Yes. Leave oh. the area quickly wow. <laughs> to beat feet. Yeah, get out of it. there. All right. Don't flip your wig. Don't get upset. <sighs> Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. An easy one here. Moo juice. Cow milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, milk. <laughs> I'm just saying word, word associations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one. Socket it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Uh, yeah. Were you guys, were you guys alive in 1960? Yeah. Right. Maybe. All right. What's the five finger discount? Free. High five. Friend, mate's rates. Why would it be free? Because it's $5. No. Because <laughs> you go five four. Three. <laughs> I don't know anything acquired by theft,
0: uh, stolen. What
1: five finger discount? Damn. And uh, one last one to round it out. What does meanwhile back at the ranch mean?
2: That sounds like a title card in SpongeBob.
1: Meanwhile, back at home, <laughs> what mum's cooking? Apparently it was used to get a storyteller back on track, i.e. to get to the point or keep it short. So, what? Okay.
2: M- was it moo juice you said for, for cow milk, as Kyle said? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's just milk. I don't, it doesn't juice. Have milk. That's just... <laughs> Thinking about it. <laughs> moo juice. Moo juice. All right. Well, there's some some slang to, to sprinkle into your everyday uh, conversations. I like it. There were some very famous people born this year. I'm going to fire off a long list. So feel free to jump in whenever you deem appropriate. <laughs> we had Diego Maradona, Bono. Speaking Damn. of you two last so, time. Yeah. Hugh Grant, Jeremy Clarkson, Jane Lynch.
2: Jeremy Clarkson.
1: Michael Hutchins, Antonio Banderas, Tim Cook, Colin Firth, Stanley Tucci, Julianne Moore. Oh, the Tooch. Yeah, what?
2: I had no idea <laughs> Stanley Tucci was the same age as. What did you say, Bill Murray?
1: No, <laughs>
2: no. Oh no, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, well, right. he looks great. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. Um. What? There was John Leguizamo, Nigella oh. Lawson, oh, right. Neil Gaiman, Kenneth Branagh, and Tilda Swinton. Wow, what a list! Just a lot of goats. A lot of yeah. classics. A lot of goats. Mm. Tilda Swinton. I didn't think she was that old. Wow. Yeah. Hey, damn. I mean, it's not even. It's not that old. No, but. Mm.
2: I had no idea most of the people were the same age. I mean,
1: obviously. It's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah. Nice. Uh, (laughs) nice. Good segue. That (laughs) That was good. Some some famous people passed away. Oh. We had Clark Gable. (laughs) (laughs) Actor, apparently. Sick last name. Gable. (laughs) Gable. Um, Albert Camus. Camus. Even Even better. Is it Camus or... Yeah, Camus. French novelist. Camus. <laughs> Camus. Yuck. Camus powder? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know who this person was, but I had to include them. Francis Cornford. Oh. Well, well, He was a poet, well. apparently. Famous poet. I didn't even know it. And Diana Barrymore. He's an actor and the auntie to Drew Barrymore. And <laughs> It's th-
2: crazy that that's one of the, like... Reasons she's famous. <laughs> Auntie
1: to Drew Barrymore. Well, she was very, pretty famous in her own right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Apparently her death is unsolved. They thought what? it was potentially an overdose, oh. but it wasn't. And then they thought it might have been a suicide, but it was never proven. Damn. Mm. And an interesting fact about Drew Barrymore, just a little <laughs> on the side. Mm-hmm. Her father is, father's name is John Drew Barrymore. What? So he's he, John Drew Barrymore. So the first him? Drew Barrymore. She's <laughs> yeah, the second. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny.
2: Is it would it be is it John Andrew Barrymore? I don't or know. John Drew
1: Barrymore. All I saw what? was John Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I mean, if they're together, it's John and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, that's true. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's Make pretty a great cool. <clears throat> so <Sorry. laughs> let's get back to the ranch. Back to the ranch. Some famous people who were... Who were rocking around in 1960? Elvis, mm-hmm. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Neil Diamond, John Lennon, a lot of a lot of musicians, Doris Day, and Martin Luther King Jr. Gee, a lot of um, relatives in this episode. Doris Day, true. Some uh, Francis Cornford. I was going to say Tobias. <laughs> <Cornford>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tobias. <laughs>
1: Great. Okay. Some pretty big films. Some pretty big films this year. We had the Magnificent Seven. Oh damn. Starring Chris Pratt. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think that's the one. <laughs> uh Exodus. Starring Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was in that as well. Um <laughs> The House of Usher. Oh damn. The apartment. Spartacus. Mm. The wackiest ship in the army.
2: The wackiest ship in the army. That's awesome. The
1: time machine. Ocean's Eleven. Wow. And Eyes Without a Face. Some pretty big ones there. Uh, but the biggest, potentially, of them all, on June 16th, the premiere of Alfred Hitchcock's landmark film, Psycho.
2: Oh, damn.
1: Wow. Very big moment. Iconic. And what I thought was interesting as well apparently, standard show times for movies was not normal until 1960. So they would just be like on a loop and you could just walk into the theatre whenever and you would just like start watching from whenever you got there and then you would like watch through to the end and then it would go back to the start and you'd watch through from the start to the point where you walked in. What? Like what the heck? (laughs) Uh, No wonder two movie tickets were so cheap.
2: Yeah, because you got like half a movie. Yeah. Well, not really. You got out of water,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but apparently, Psycho was one of the first films to have set. Dude, that tone. would
2: okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, though. that would suck watching Psycho <laughs> like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, most movies, it'd be crazy. Yeah, but I think you could just sit there and like keep watching it on repeat if you wanted. Weird, which is kind of weird. Um, but apparently, yeah, Paramount who helped put out Psycho, or whatever, they wouldn't let anyone enter the theaters after it. Hit- Psycho had started. It's and obvious reason. Yeah, apparently, no one will want to leave before it's over. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Mm. And uh, in April of this year, 1960, there was the 32nd Academy Awards ceremony. Uh, and the film Ben Hur, which I think was released in 1959, wins a record number of Oscars. <gasps> Do you know how many Oscars it won?
2: Like eight. More. No. More or
1: less. More. 13. Damn. Not quite. 11. Yes. Mm. I'm going to fire them off here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> best picture, best director, best actor, best supporting actor, best scoring of a dramatic or comedy picture, best sound, best art direction, best cinematography in colour, best costume design in colour, best film editing, and best special effects.
2: Just Isn't pretty impressive. Is like still the highest amount of Oscars? No. No. What's the is highest? It 12 it's or 13?
1: Um, Return of the King, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well that also yeah I thought that okay. also had 11. Oh, well. Well, uh, all I know is it won everything it was nominated for.
1: The internet lied to me. Is it Re- t- Return of it. the King, Ben-Hur, and then... Titanic also has 11. That's what I found as well. Oof. So there's a couple of elite 11s.:
2: Return of the King has 11. Oh,
1: snap. So they're all tied. Oh, snap. I think there's one with 13. Really? Let's just go with Forrest Gump and leave it at that.
2: Why on earth would it be Forrest
1: Gump? <laughs> Thirteen Oscars. <laughs> it could be though. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Why did Return of the King win Best Original Song? What song? Oh, it's the one when for the I can't remember what part it is, but like they like there's like a. a battle bit and one of the the hobbits sings dude there's a battle bit that's like the whole it's called like
1: the ride of something pippin spits some bars while frodo's getting stabbed by a spider featuring samwise Gamgee. it's actually pippin i believe (laughs) so i was right (laughs) scotty pippin all right back to the ranch back at the ranch Uh, some famous tv shows in 1960 the flintstones premieres oh That's awesome. Huge moment.
2: Wasn't that like you could choose to watch it in colour or not at this point? Could you? I think so. Didn't we talk about that at some point? I think it was the Jetsons. I think it might have been the Jetsons Jetsons, apparently. Yes.
1: That's right. Um, So yeah, the Flintstones. There was Popeye the Sailor. Classic. The Bugs Bunny show. Oof. A show called Candid Camera, which is like a hidden camera prank show.
2: Damn. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and apparently, when it was revealed, um, the victims would be told the show's catchphrase: "Smile, you are on candid camera." So it's kind of like a do you, prank patrol. You were one word away from that thing. being good. It's that yeah, just get, get rid of "smile, candid. you're on camera." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher just comes out.
0: You've been pranked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was his show called? Punked or something? I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're missing out. Okay, I'll M- Google MTV. it. MTV.
0: I wonder. What, I
1: don't know what kind of pranks they were doing back then, but um, yeah, I'm sure they were pretty, yeah, pretty jocular, pretty uh, jocular. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun. Yeah,
2: what would they, what they do? Like just daxing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they had overalls, yeah. so they couldn't really do that. <laughs> wearing peasant garments <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, another show, Coronation Street. I don't. Is that
2: still going or something?
1: It's the world's yeah. longest-running TV <laughs> soap opera. <laughs> yeah. Guess how many episodes there have been as of the third of November this year.
2: Gosh, like 50,000
1: or something. like, 50,000. It is over 1,000. It's over 10,000. Uh. So yeah, it
2: wasn't, it wasn't ambitious
1: saying right. like 50. Is it yes, something it was. Like 12, <laughs> a bit under 12. 11. Yep. 11,122. Close. 11,102. Ugh. 20 off. Damn. Wilson, you were 40,000 off. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's just an insane amount of episodes though. Yeah. 11. That'll be home and away. way. That, that yeah. was cancelled. Although it ended, now it's back. It's definitely back.
2: I don't think it ever ended. Na- oh, no, Neighbours did. Mm. And now it's back. But imagine yeah. going, oh,
1: I kind of want to watch this show. I'll just go back to the start and like watch all the back episodes. <laughs> 11,000 episodes. <laughs> Jeez, it must get boring. That, what is that even about? What are they talking
2: about? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is what episode 11,000 about? What could still happen?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coronation Street. Meets Sesame Street,
2: oh crossover episode!
1: Mm. They do a whole thousand episodes with with Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Oh yeah, the street verse is uh, Mm, coming together.
2: It's it's quite wise actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, for some songs, the number one song of the year was "Theme from a Summer Place" by Percy Faith. Mm. Number two, we had "He'll Have to Go" by Jim Reeves. Straight to the point. Skipping a couple because I don't know any of like any of those. Um Elvis had It's Now or Never and Stuck On You. And we had The Twist by Chubby Checker.
0: Oh. Iconic. Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. I can't
1: remember what, what episode we talked about that, but I think it was on mine. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah. we talked about dance moves. True. And the twist is is a very famous dance move, as we all know. Now This was the uh, 1960, we had the fifth Eurovision contest and the winner was... Was Will Ferrell there? It might have been, actually. You never know. We'll never know. (laughs) Um, France won Eurovision this year with the song Tom Piliby by Jacqueline Boyer. (laughs) So there's a bit of homework. Go check that one out. I've just searched up Coronation
2: Street. Okay. There's two article titles. They're pretty awesome. Coronation Street... Amy Barlow faces new rev- arrest over revenge plot. Okay. And then underneath that, Coronation Street spoilers, Paul and Bernie Christmas trauma.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Paul and Bernie. <laughs> All right. Not again. I've just been passed something very interesting, by mate, Jonathan, <laughs> about Coronation Street as well. Uh, on Friday, April 8th, 2005... 17 million viewers watched episode 5,998. What? In which Ken Barlow remarried ex-wife Deidre Rachid. This was 4 million more than had watched the real-life royal wedding between <laughs> King Charles and Camilla Parker pals earlier that day. <laughs> I should respect that. Oh... Wait,
2: that's episode 5,000. Yeah, 990. And (laughs) as of November this year, it's about 11,000. Yeah. That means in what? Just under 20 years, they've pumped out (laughs) like 6,000 episodes. No worries.
0: No worries at all. (laughs) What?
1: Jeez Louise. (laughs) Okay, another quick music fact, and this one's a biggie. A very famous rock band was formed in Liverpool in Um. 1960. We all know them as the Beatles. The Bugs. The Beats. <laughs> the Bugs. The Beatles were formed. Now, they they went through a few different uh, formations. Apparently... Oh, yeah, the, the drummer. Yeah. Prior to the Beatles, um, they were called the Quarrymen. The Quarrymen. That's awesome. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. <laughs> they had like a different bass player, all sorts of different people. Um, but, yeah... John Lennon and Paul McCartney, they were sort of playing and they had a band called The Quarrymen, and then they were called Johnny and the Moondogs. I like it. I kind of like that. I I kind of did that. that. Um, And then, yeah, went through a bunch of different forms and then they became The Beatles. Hell yeah. Pretty crazy. Mm. And obviously probably the most famous band of all time. Perhaps. I I feel kind of confident saying that. I mean, there's other big bands as well, but. Yeah, yeah. Johnny and the Moon Dogs. Johnny and the mo- the Quarryman. So yeah, big year for music. Very big year. A top year for music. I think there's definitely nice. points there. Yeah. yeah. Famous nice. books. We had To Kill a Mockingbird. Damn. Oof. Extremely famous. Another absolute literary classic. Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's pretty good. And again, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> Doctor Zeus hero. was going crazy this year. Jeez! And then obviously, the rise and fall of the Third Reich. Oh, <laughs> so a real mixed bag. <laughs> a real mixed bag um, this year. Well, any at least they fell, you know. Something for everyone. That's you what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like any cookbooks. Oh, I didn't see, but I'm, I'm sure, sure there I... probably was. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, green eggs and ham.
2: That's pretty much cookbook.
1: You could you could whip up some uh, some recipes from that. Yes. <laughs> um. Nobel Prizes for Peace went to uh, Albert John Luthuli for his non-violent struggle against apartheid.
2: Kind of a sick name. Legend.
1: For Literature went to St. John Peirce for the scoring flight and the evocative imagery of his poetry, which in a visionary fashion reflects the conditions of our time. Wow. I probably butchered that, but... (laughs) Sounds pretty impactful. Sure, Yeah. (laughs) And uh, physiology or medicine prize went to Sir Frank McFarlane Burnett and Peter Bryan Medaware for discovery of acquired immunological tolerance. Although apparently, a little bit controversial. Oh. For two people to win the prize, they have to be nominated together. These two were not nominated together. they had been nominated separately. And review of the literature suggested that at this point, the level of acceptance of like, Tolerances and what they were sort of looking at hadn't quite been achieved. And so people think that this prize went to the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Oh, damn. It's almost like our top year rating system. <laughs> well, not our new one, of course. Yes. Mate, we've come a long way. We have. <laughs> I think we need a Nobel Prize for our new uh, advancements <laughs> in for this, prize, for this, yeah. for this <laughs> podcast. True. One day we'll get there. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I found some very interesting Guinness World Records. Cool. Ooh, the largest polar bear on record. Whoa! What? Reportedly weighed two thousand two hundred nine pounds. <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> wow. Like when it's <laughs> okay, tragically it was shot and killed.
2: Oh,
1: but could have gotten
2: bigger
1: when it was like <laughs> mounted. It's on display. Oh. it was eleven feet one inches tall. Oh my god! Whoa! I might Don't put a photo on the Instagram because what? it is huge. It's a grizzly, like, polar bear. Like it is actually that insane.
0: That would be
2: kind of nice.
1: Are you looking up a photo right now? I am. Largest polar bear. It's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a kid standing next to it. Okay, that's, that's a man. It's it's <laughs> big. <laughs> so anyway, we might They're we might take a photo like of that. His stomach. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen enough polar pol- yeah, reactions? We, so. <laughs> we don't need to talk
2: about what we just saw.
1: <laughs> this okay, I'm I'm getting back to the ranch. This one is um this one's good. Jacques Picard and Don Walsh descend into the Challenger Deep in the Mariana Trench, reaching the depth of ten thousand nine hundred and sixteen meters, becoming the first human beings to reach the lowest spot on Earth.
2: That's really impressive.
1: It's crazy. And they did it in this little thing called a Bathyscaff.
2: That's the name
1: of like the little thing that went down called the Trieste. And it's a self-propelled vehicle used for deep sea dives. Um, It took them four hours and 47 minutes to get all the way down there. It's pretty far. And they were able to communicate with a ship on the surface using this thing called a hydrophone. Um, And because it was so far, it took seven seconds for the voice messages to travel up and then seven seconds for it to travel back. The voice messages were traveling at a speed of almost 1.6 kilometers a second. It still took them that long, and that, that is so speed cool. is about five times the speed of sound in air. Oh
2: my gosh! It's
1: pretty deep. Wow, I that'd be so scary. You know what would make it even scarier? About nine thousand meters down. One of the outer plexiglass window panes cracked.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they decided to keep going. It's seven degrees Celsius down at the bottom there. The windows cracked. One of the windows is cracked just on the outside. So, thankfully, they were fine. Um, and they looked out the window at the bottom and they saw diatomaceous ooze.
2: They turned to the turtles. The ooze. The ooze. There the is ooze down wait, there. Wait, they saw ooze. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was what the word th- before that? Diatomic? Diatomaceous. Diatomaceous. Lots of like
1: algae and like oh. little things.
2: I should have got a sample. Turned a turtle into a man.
1: <laughs> Other way around? Man into a turtle? No. No, they were turtles. They were first. turtles. <coughs> oh the oo. Oh. Yeah. The ooze
2: made them boys. <laughs> <laughs> Too much boys. Oh no. <laughs> Don't
1: take that out of context. And now it's on pizza. Hut, pizza. And now i it's swear to God. God. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh
2: dear. Uh, okay,
1: I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it happens. Okay, from the depths, the depths of the earth, <laughs> to the utmost heights. I'm so excited. Is this the boy to bring back the man friend of the show, Joe Kittinger. Oh my Woo. gosh.
0: Yeah. Joe.
1: Joe, oh. this is the year that he did the thing. <gasps>
0: oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he
1: did it this year! Oh, I was so excited when I saw this. I was so they actually went from the
2: bottom of the, the world Yes, to, to the, the top.
1: To the top. <laughs> he did the thing. He sets the world record for the highest altitude jump. <laughs> What a great... The 102,800 feet jump. (laughs) The long free fall. The 4 minute 36 free fall. This is the first space dive and the fastest speed attained by a human being without mechanical (sighs) or chemical assistance, apparently. And just to refresh ourselves, 982 kilometres per hour. (laughs) 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 Absolutely zooming. It's... (laughs)
2: Man, it is so crazy that a man did that.
1: I love it. Oh, so good. Apparently, you know, just fell short of supersonic speeds. He got to a speed of <laughs> Mach 0.9 or 90% of the speed of sound. Pretty crazy. Wow. And Felix went... Even like faster. 1.3? Probably faster, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
2: apparently... I, he's falling for four and a half minutes.
1: Yeah. Falling with (laughs) silence.
2: Four and a half
1: minutes. Apparently he had no sense of the speed that he was going because when he jumped, he was just above the atmosphere. So there was no wind to rustle his clothes or rush by his ears. Russell. No wind up there. See, I've been telling you (laughs) (laughs) See, it always comes back. I'm just trying to find a video of... uh, Colonel Joe Kittinger. Jumping. Falling with style. I don't know if there would have been. He well, probably wasn't wearing a GoPro or anything. I mean, there's oh, a photo of what? him jumping out. How do you even <laughs> take that photo?
2: <laughs> Seriously, how do you take that photo?
1: I don't know. I don't know, but... The boy, oh boy. It's on the timer. Did <laughs> <no, just laughs> you was on the on the timer. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> Oh, okay.
2: That's a very visual gag I just did.
1: <laughs> it was nobody saw Wilson put up I, yeah, a couple peace signs and smile. <laughs> oh, so yeah, the legend Joe Kittinger, he did the thing. He experienced temperatures that approached minus one hundred degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty cold. <laughs>
2: hold on, hold on, go up. <laughs> one of the
1: people also ask is who is better,
2: Felix Baumgartner, whatever his name is, or Kittinger.
0: Who is
1: better? Who is better? <laughs> Joe is a goat, but Felix is, the, is better at falling. <laughs> better at falling. Yeah. Yeah. Although Joe Joe fell so Felix could, could fall. fall. I just find <laughs> it <laughs> so funny that they go up in a balloon and then just jump. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, okay. What a beautiful story. Beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so glad we got to talk about <sighs> that again. Joe. Me too.
2: There's also going to be a time when we talk about Felix as well.
1: Oh, that's going to be epic. Yeah. Now for some inventions. Two quick ones. April 1st, the United States launches the first weather satellite.
2: It was a prank though, surely.
1: Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it was called the TIROS-1. TIROS standing for Television and Infrared Observation Satellite. And the whole point was they were trying to, NASA was trying to determine if Earth could be studied from space. Uh, and they were trying to test the feasibility of obtaining and using TV cloud cover pictures from satellites. So they were just trying to see if it was going to work. Um, and obviously it did because now there's like a billion satellites doing that sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, it provided the first accurate weather forecasts based on data gathered from space. Rad. So they were checking out weather. Pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Another quick one. The birth control pill was approved on May 9th, oh, wow, 1960. Wow. Yeah. And so the first oral contraceptive, it was called Enovid, was approved by the US Food and Drug Administration. Um, it quickly adopted the name the pill and was released in Australia on the 1st of February the next year, 1961 under the name Anovla. Anovla. Yeah. So there you go. That was happening cool. as well. Following a similar that kind of route into some science. A few more quick ones. The first CERN particle accelerator becomes operational in Geneva. Oh, that's always like a supervillain target. Yeah, I know.
0: The particle... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it has a
1: really cool Can't kind of supervillainy name, actually. Although, I'm going to... B- it's the synchrocyclotron. Sounds pretty cool. Ooh. <laughs> Not the synchrocyclotron. <laughs> so they were shooting, shooting particles at each other. In February... France tests its first atomic bomb.
2: Took him a while. The French are joining the party. Oh, boy.
1: Codename, Je Bois Bleu. The big baguette. (laughs) (laughs) What was it called again? Je je Bois Bleu. Bleu. Je je Bois, meaning Jeboa, which is a desert rodent found in the Sahara. (laughs) And Bleu... (laughs)
2: Meaning baguette. Meaning
1: (laughs) the first colour of the French flag. Blue. Blue. (laughs) Yes. So they were dropping nicks. Just
2: a a blue rat, pretty much.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And they were testing them in the Sahara Desert of Algeria.
2: Wow. Not in Italy? Shock. Just anywhere around there? Yeah, just,
1: you know, (laughs) wherever they could find a bit of space. Yeah. Dropping it in. (laughs) Now, I think we talked about this previously, but... Arthur Leonard Shaulo and Charles Howe Towns received the first patent for a laser. Yes. And <laughs> in May 16th, Theodore Maiman operates the very first God. laser. Isn't laser an acronym? Didn't we? It is an acronym. Yeah. Light amplified. I do not remember. I don't that. remember the like, <laughs> light yeah. amplification. Yep, Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. I Let yeah. me find out. <laughs> but. They had a budget of $50,000 and this guy Maimon was developing this laser sort of on his own with a synthetic ruby crystal. And other scientists were like, that's not going to work. And it did. Proved him wrong. (laughs) And he had a light amplification by stimulated emission (laughs) of radiation. Yes. A laser. It was a solid state (laughs) pink ruby laser emitted and it was – yeah, admitted mankind's first coherent light with rays all the same wavelength and fully in phase. Which doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. I
2: don't cool. know what any of that means, right? Yeah, I have yeah. no
1: idea. Yeah. But it's fun. Mm. And uh getting a little spacey. The Soviet Union launches the satellite Sputnik V. Stinky Pete is not happy. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> 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 Bit of a toy story <laughs> <around>. Two words. <laughs> Sputnik. <laughs> this, this, sat, this, um, this satellite had some very special passengers on it. A dog? Uh, Belka and Strelka. Two Russian dogs.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Belka meaning squirrel and Strelka meaning little arrow. <laughs> <laughs> what's, with, what's with all this weird name for things? I don't know. You call your dog Squirrel. It's kind of fun. Yeah. But it also had some other interesting passengers. A monkey? 40 mice, (laughs) two rats, (laughs) and a variety of plants. Just great. It's like an (laughs) ark. But with like pets. And it's going to space. Yeah. They were testing the life support functions of like the biological cabin, making sure that was all working fine, and studying the effects of orbit on biological specimens... And making sure that re entry was all working all right. And thankfully, it was, and the animals were all recovered safely. How wow. many
2: mice came back alive?
1: 40, I think. Those mice would have been rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> floating around in zero gravity. <laughs> just <True>. like. <laughs> what? That, was, that is a. Yeah. How long was it up there? Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll find out. Sputnik 5, flight length.
2: But like like just, I wonder if those dogs did start like floating around or if they were strapped down.
1: I can't. I, uh, it's at ni- ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Okay, so not that long. Oh, or three months. I don't know. <laughs> ninety <laughs> minutes or three months. Bit, bit of a variety there. Ninety days or three months? No, it says minutes. Okay, I kind of lost track. Yeah. Let's go with ninety <laughs> minutes. That's
2: what the the top search says. Okay, 90 minutes. By NASA.
1: Oh, well, that must be legit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's get a little sporty. (gasps) Okay. Big year for sport. Very big. 1960 Winter Olympics begin at the Squaw Valley Ski Resort in California. (laughs) Squaw. Squaw. S-Q-U-A-W. Squaw.
2: Squaw. Yeah, I, I reckon.
1: Yeah, it was apparently an underdeveloped, well, undeveloped ski resort in nineteen fifty five. So all the infrastructure had to be built between nineteen fifty six and nineteen sixty. Cost eighty million dollars in nineteen sixty. With a lot of movie tickets. Apparently in twenty twenty two was seven hundred and ninety one million dollars. <sighs> like what <laughs> What? Yeah. What the heck? It's a little crazy. Sports making their Olympic debut, biathlon and the women's speed skating. Oh damn. And for the only time in history, bobsled was not included (gasps) in the Winter Olympics. Damn. That's tragic. Because the organisers decided that it wasn't worth building a bobsled venue. But they build a whole resort? Yeah, but they went, nah, no bobsled. What? That's too much. Disappointed. Very disappointing. Cool Runnings would be upset. The movie would be upset. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now in summer, there was an Olympic Games in Rome. Some notable uh, things that happened. Abebe Bikila of Ethiopia wins the gold medal in the marathon. He ran barefoot. What? In a world time, world record time, becoming the first person from sub-Saharan Africa to win an Olympic gold medal. That's a barefoot. Barefoot. Apparently he purchased new shoes, but they didn't fit, and they gave him blisters, and he went, you know what? I'm just going to send it. Dude. And then one. gold. Surely
2: the blisters and the damage to your feet that would be done from running in a marathon in barefoot yeah it would be pretty would be way worse painful. than a couple of blisters
0: yeah
1: <laughs> that's a pretty big feat oh <sighs> yep <laughs> <laughs> all right back to the ranch um <laughs> yes another another thing that I just thought was kind of funny and I wanted to mention it uh there was this Finnish bloke called Vilho Yolnen Yolnen Yes, Jelonen, you, I think maybe. Oh. Sorry, oh. apologies.
2: Whatever it is. It's, it's um, cool.
1: They were a field shooter competing in the Free Rifle Three, pres- three Positions 300 Metres event, which I think is just like a shooting event. Mm. Apparently, they were coming second, looking good. Went to take the next shot, shot a bullseye. Oh, damn. But in the wrong target.
2: What? Oh.
1: I don't know how that happened just accidentally shot it into as uh, something completely different, drops down to fourth and comes fourth by one point and doesn't get a medal. It's his own fault. Bit of an L. Just that thought it was kind of funny. What? To hit how a bullseye you, and then miss out on a medal.
2: Yeah, what? How do you do that?
1: It takes a bit of skill. It yeah. does. A bit of skill to not shoot your shot. I mean, a successful shot, shot. A wrong shot. Shot, (laughs) shot. (laughs) A wrong shot. Anyway, also this year, the first Paralympic Games.
2: Oh, damn. Which is pretty cool.
1: Grew out of this thing called the Stoke Mandeville Games for the Paralyzed. And that began in 1948. And it was held on the grounds of a hospital that was treating injured war veterans. And in the very first one, there were 16 people involved and they only competed in archery. And it sort of grew and grew and grew. And in 1960, this was the ninth one. And it sort of got termed, I think a bit later on, they went, that was the first Paralympic Games ever. Um, and it happened just after the Summer Olympics in Rome. Um,
2: There's so many Olympics in this year. I know, it was a huge <laughs> year.
1: And 23 nations were involved, 400 athletes. Everyone was in a wheelchair. Like that was the thing for the first Paralympic Games. That was like, You had to be in a wheelchair essentially to participate. And there were eight sports, para-athletics, wheelchair basketball, Para swimming, so you probably weren't in a wheelchair for that bit, I acknowledge, but um, para table tennis, para archery, snooker, darchery, which is a combination of darts and archery. Like a little little bow. Yeah, I don't know. And wheelchair fencing. Wow. (laughs) That's kind of sick, actually. (laughs) Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, So yeah, that was a big, big moment, which is really awesome. Mm. And one last thing for sports.
2: Dude, wheelchair fencing is awesome. It's just
1: fencing, but in a
2: wheelchair. In the chair. Yeah, but this person's, like, coming out of the chair. (laughs) Pretty cool. That's kind
1: of sick. Yeah, one quick last sporting thing. Cassius Clay have their first professional boxing fight. Wow. Damn. 18-year-old Cassius Clay. Wow, 18? Yeah. Defeats 30-year-old Tuni Hunsaker in a six-round decision. Uh, Unanimous. Unanimous win. And... Apparently afterwards, his opposition's eyes were swollen shut and he, the guy he was versing said, Clay was as fast as lightning. I tried every trick I knew to throw, him, to throw him off balance, but he was just too good. Wow. By the end of this year, 1960, he'd fought 167 fights and won 161. Whoa. That's so many. Damn. So pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Bit of a goat. goat. Bit of a goat. Okay. I wonder how many fights Muhammad Ali had. Alright, while you look that up, I'm gonna hit you with a, a little bit of food, food knowledge. Or maybe I won't because Kyle looks like he's ready. Only sixty-one. Sixty-one what? Fights. Oh. How many did you win? Fifty-six. Okay, it's pretty good. Whoa. Pretty
2: impressive. <laughs> That's like a similar amount of losses between the two of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, only a handful. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, there were some big things food wise that were going on. <laughs> <laughs> Some big companies, actually, let's say. I, didn't, I couldn't find any like, actual foods that people were eating, but this might give you an idea. On The 9th of December, Domino's Pizza is founded. Oh, damn. Wow, It's yeah. old. I had no idea. I know, it's crazy. So apparently this guy, Tom Monaghan, and his brother James, they took over the business Dominic's, <laughs> uh, which was an existing pizza restaurant chain that had been owned by some other guy in Michigan. So they took over control of that. And then there yeah, they turned it into Domino's. I thought this was interesting. The company logo originally had three dots like on the Domino's logo representing the three stores that were operating a little bit later in 1965. And apparently the plan was to add a new dot with the addition of every new store. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Mm, No. (laughs) And then I think they went, uh, that's not going to work because now there's how many Domino's stores are there? Thank you, Wilson. I actually forgot to find out. So they went, you know, what? that's not a good idea. So now it's just the three on the Domino, which represents the three original stores.
2: Hmm. Uh, 19,880 <laughs> restaurants worldwide as of 2022.
1: Right. So the logo would be a little... Uh, it would just be like a filled the dots would Domino. Be so yeah, it, would small. Just, it
2: would just be like Braille.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In this year, we also had the first Coles supermarket. Wow. Is yeah. this American Coles or yeah. Australian... Uh, Australian, <laughs> I think it's actually Australian C, I think it's Australian
2: a- a- K, I think it's the American one Oh, okay, well,
1: it's C, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Australian um, Yeah, and it was the first freestanding supermarket in Australia I think actually, yeah, equipped with its own car park Oh, wow. damn And I didn't realise this, the managing director Their name was Edgar Barton Coles Makes sense Checks out Apparently their plan was to develop a chain of supermarkets That would stock everything a family might have On their weekly household shopping list from light bulbs to lemons.
2: Light bulbs to lemons.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's the yeah. that's the parameters. Yeah. <laughs> but that was their goal. <laughs> kind of sick. And it works. And curiously, in the very same year, the first standalone Woolworths supermarket is opened in Warrawong, New South Wales.
2: Whoa. Hell yeah. I wonder if that's still standing. It probably is. You'd hope so. Woolworths. Well, that, that Woolworths <laughs> specifically. Hmm.
1: Maybe. But I just find it interesting that they both had open supermarkets like in the same
2: year. That is true. And now like every shopping center you go to, there's both a Woolies and a Coles. Yeah.
1: The people need their lemons. (laughs) And their light bulbs. And their light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say it's in Warawong? Warawong. Has been permanently closed. Oh Oh, no. no. That's a little bit sad. It
2: there's a whole article in
1: two thousand and twelve.
2: Warawong loses cool words. Oh. That's so sad. So dramatic. That's quite sad, actually.
1: I'm going to bring this thing thing home with some other facts. Sure. I thought this was quite interesting. I was looking at just some of the notable things, and I'm going to expose myself here a bit. I was using Wikipedia, but I saw many common... (laughs) It's better than ChatGPT. Yeah, true. I saw many common things, and I decided to group them all together in a section I'd like to call countries that have gained independence from France in (laughs) (laughs) 1960. We had, we had, Gabon. Oh Oh yeah. yeah. Mauritania. May have mispronounced it, but we're going to roll with (laughs) it. Cameroon. Mm -hmm. Togo. Oh yeah. The Mali Federation, which is now the Republic of Mali and Senegal. Malagasy Republic, which is now Madagascar. Hell yeah. Dahomey. Which is now Dahomey. Benin, <laughs> Dahomey Wilson, <laughs> Dahomey. We had Niger, we had Upper Volta, which is now Burkina Faso, Ivory Coast, Chad, Ubangi-Shari, which is oh now yeah. the Central African <laughs> Republic, and the sure. Middle Congo, which is now the Republic of Congo. Oh my Whoa. gosh! So everyone was just what, why? Do you know why that happened? Or did no France just say no, say bye bye? Well, I think it's sim- like what we were talking about with the winds of change. I think there was a big oh, shift like a big, in, um, yeah, right. towards independence for nations in Africa. And so they all just basically split off.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. I back it. Yeah. That's wow. great. Wow, Pretty cool.
1: Um, now for some American American stuff, civil rights stuff. On February 1st, we had the Greensboro sit-ins. Oh, yeah. Do you know what they were?
2: I believe so. It wasn't just like a bunch of... Um, like the I can't remember what the names of the things were, like the Black Panthers and all that type of stuff. I don't know if they were around then, but like they just went to restaurants that didn't allow people of colour to sit at like tables and stuff and they just sat there and then Pretty much. And they got arrested, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, so in this one in particular. That. <laughs> no, no, no. Um in Greensboro, which is in North Carolina, there was four African American students from um the university there and they began a sit in at a segregated Woolies lunch counter. Um refused service, but they were allowed to stay there. Uh, And so, yeah, this is a really notable one that sort of triggered many similar nonviolent protests around the southern United States at the time. Um, And essentially it led to the Woolworths Company department stores removing their policy of racial segregation, which is pretty cool. And six months after they had done this sit-in, this was in February, six months later, the original four protesters came back and were served lunch at the same counter. Just like a big Oh damn. A big moment of like, mm. right. That's pretty cool. We're making some progress here. Um and yeah, this wasn't the first sit in that was sort of happening at the time, but definitely one of the most well known. Um and across this whole movement, like this sit in movement, there was about seventy thousand people who were participating in these things.
2: Damn. That's a lot.
1: So pretty cool. Pretty good step towards, you know.
2: Mm. Unity. The wind of
1: change is blowing. The wind of change was doing some big <sighs> things in this year. That's it. Oh, Wait, did you hear that? <laughs> it's speaking to us. <laughs> I don't know it's if anyone quiet. heard that. Was it's quite, it was very quiet. It quiet. Um, similar vein, in May of this year, Ike Eisenhower signs the Civil Rights Act of 1960. Nice. Um, which established federal inspection of local voter registration polls. Bit of a mouthful there. Uh, but it in, introduced penalties for anyone who obstructed anyone else's attempt to register to vote. So I meant... Voting became easier for mm-hmm. all people, which was pretty good. And it was dealing with like discriminatory laws and practices again, mainly in the South, which was quite segregated at the time. So, some big steps for civil rights in America, which love is pretty to cool. See it. Yes. Was that Woolley's one in Australia? No, no, no. That was North Carolina. Oh, okay. America as well. So, Woolworths is a different shop. I think it's like a diner, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Lovely. Sorry, the fact that I said Woolies probably threw you off a little bit there, <laughs> but it's Woolworths. Yes. Um, I, I had to include this. I've got two of these, but I just I thought I'd quickly talk about them both. A couple journeys, a couple quests, voyages. A couple of voyages, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> this one in, in, in involves the US nuclear powered submarine, the USS Triton, under the command of Captain Edward L. Beach Jr.
0: Perfect name. Yeah.
1: Great name. It completes the first underwater circumnavigation of the earth. Whoa. Whoa. Pretty cool. Took place between February and April. Covered 26,723 nautical miles. That 60 days. So, you know. What's the difference between a nautical mile and a mile? Well, I don't know. I was I nautical don't know. miles are a bit longer. I was thinking about that the other day. And it's, I think it's just like,
2: did you, did you do any research into this or did you just, you just no. <laughs> scratching I your chin? I can't remember
1: though. I think it's just to easier, a nautical mile is like, uh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm not certain, so. Nice. Actually, no, maybe it's like 1.151 oh. miles. Oh, yeah, that okay. could be it, yeah. Why they're different? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what? Maybe we yeah. can figure that out as I explain a little bit more about the USS Triton. <laughs> The The plan was um, to increase American technological and scientific prestige. Oh, damn. And it was a, a high-profile demonstration of the ca- capability of the US um, mm. nuclear-powered submarines to carry out these sort of long-range operations. Um, I don't know why that's important, but they thought it was important to show the people that we can send our submarines mm. around the world. That's pretty cool as well because that's, that's far. Yeah. And I mean... It gathered extensive oceanographic, hydrographic, gravimetric, geophysical, and psychological data. Psychological, Whoa. don't know what kind of psychological data they were getting, but the people on board are just like traumatized. Yeah, well, they're in a nuclear powered submarine. I wouldn't want to be in like a little tin can under the water powered by a nor would I. Yeah, but it had a really cool code name, it was called Operation Sandblast. Oh. Pretty dope. (laughs) Now, apparently the Navy came up with this name because it was judged that taking this ship around the world, submerged, would, quoting, take a lot of sand on the crew's part to be successful. (laughs) A lot of guts. I don't know why sand. A lot of guts. Yeah, maybe that. But apparently sand was this captain's... (laughs) <laughs> captain Beach's personal code name. Oh my god! During the of mission, co- of course, That's it was. Sick. It's <laughs> got to be right. <laughs> and another quote: the captain said, "This most beaches are full of sand." I was informed. What a f- smart
0: fellow, <laughs> <one. laughs>
1: Captain Beach! I salute you. Yep. <laughs> did we find any info on why nautical miles are different? Or what did uh, we have? jaunty oh. found some very insightful fact. A nautical mile is based on the Earth's longitude and latitude coordinates with one nautical mile equaling one minute of latitude. Oh. So if you go for a minute, boom, nautical mile. I wonder how long it takes to, to sail for a minute, sail across a minute. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're getting a little bit too deep, I think, into the... Uh, wouldn't speed affect that? No, but a minute is like... A measure of distance, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't actually take 60 seconds to get there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll brush up on our nautical uh, knowledge after this, perhaps, off air. Yeah. Yeah. Mensa, don't (laughs) listen to this part. (laughs) I exposed us for not being. (laughs) (laughs) Mensa, we're not high IQ individuals. We're very high. No no one is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're very high. Okay, another quick uh, quest slash voyage. The English navigator Francis Chichester oh. wins the first single-handed transatlantic race in the boat, the Gypsy Moth 3. So he steered with one hand? I think so. <laughs> no, I think it's just that it's just them on the boat. Uh, okay. Um, did a record solo Atlantic crossing in 40 days. And this whole thing is an east to west yacht race across the North Atlantic which was founded by Herbert Blondie Hasler. <laughs> Herbert, I love that name. the first name. <laughs> Apparently there's five different routes that you can take on this race. Um, there's the Rum Line, the Great Circle, the Northern Route, the Azores Route, and the Tradewind Route. And you can pick, like, the skippers of each boat can pick which one they want to go on, to cert, like which one they think will be the fastest, which to me is kind of crazy. They can each take different different ways. Um,
2: well, you said it took 40 days.
1: Yeah. Far out. So that's pretty impressive. It's a and lot of nautical miles. This guy, Francis Chichester, <laughs> <just, laughs> they were knighted by Queen Elizabeth II for becoming the first person to sail single-handed around the world.
2: Again, just with one hand. Yeah, they were just yeah. whipping it with one hand. <laughs> yeah, the other one was tied behind her back. Well.
1: <laughs> so anyway, there's another quick little quest. Love it. Damn. One final fact to finish on. I probably couldn't should have put this earlier because it's not the most cheery, but I thought it was quite notable. There was the Valdivia earthquake in Chile. Now, this mega thrust earthquake. Mega.
2: And you can't be saying stuff like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is the most powerful earthquake on record. Whoa. Oh, my God. It's definitely a mega thrust. Mega. Various studies have given it on the magnitude scale a 9.4 <laughs> to what? 9.6 magnitude. Far out. Is that out of 10? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Oh my. And there's this other scale. It's called like the Macaulay intensity scale. It goes from one to 12. Instant 12. Like wow. extreme, extreme. Apparently it lasted for about 10 minutes.
0: Oh, God. Which, Whoa. Yeah, it's
1: pretty awful. <sighs> and it caused a whole bunch of tsunamis that were just, battering the coast, like waves up to 25 metres high. Whoa. Which is wild. Pretty high. And the main tsunami... That polar bear can't... Mate, it's like (laughs) double the polar bear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the main tsunami travelled across the Pacific Ocean, hits Hawaii, like it's travelled 10,000 kilometres from the epicentre and the waves is 10.7 metres high sort of thing. Gives you a bit of a scale of how crazy this thing was. And this ranking of 12, of like extreme, the description for an earthquake to hit that rank is this. The damage is total. Waves are seen on ground surfaces. Lines of sight and level are distorted. Objects are thrown upward into the air. That's so scary. So unbeaten is the worst or well, the most powerful earthquake ever. God, It's terrifying. We're yeah. We're lucky we don't have earthquakes. Not that Yet. bad yeah 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 so anyway it's a bit of a downer note to end on but far out. I'm gonna stop talking now because I've talked for a very long time that is 1960 that was great it's a pretty packed year yeah can we get a quick little yeah yeah quick little sprinkle let me give you a quick little uh quick little thing lots of lots of cool leaders I don't know if they were cool actually I just know no, they were there uh, what else have we got um, Psycho comes out. The Beatles are formed. Um, Dr. Zeus is killing it with green eggs and ham. Some of that. Some cool world records. Uh, people going to the bottom of the earth and jumping from <laughs> very, very high heights. Um, some cool science going on. I'm not going to go through all that. Olympics, winter, summer and Paralympics all happening. Uh, Domino's is founded Coles and Woolies, both open supermarkets. Um, Greensboro sit-ins were going on. Civil rights acts were being passed. Nuclear subs were circumnavigating the world underwater. Um, there was some single-handed boat race going on, and a very, very violent earthquake. Oh boy! <laughs> it's pretty crazy that Woolies and Coles were open in the same year. I think they had some like other little like attached stores, probably. But these were the first like supermarkets. What
2: about the Humpty Dumpty one?
1: Oh, what about the Piggly Wiggly <laughs> store? The two goats of. Uh, Supermarket shopping. All right. So, pop culture out of 10. So, we're doing, t- we're both giving it yeah. out of 10 and adding it. Yes, yeah. we are. So, we got the Beatles, all those movies, a um, couple TV shows, Flintstones, Coronation Street. Coronation Street. I'm thinking like an 8.
2: Yeah. Point 0.5. <gasps>
1: No, just an eight. I think I'm thinking an eight as well. An eight, yeah. All right. Okay, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Actually, sixteen that. out of twenty for Bub Bolcher. <laughs> nice, good stuff. We have historical significance.
2: See, so the thing with that one is, I don't know how historically significant it is, but it's it's a good like it's again this is the whole point of this. It's a good year, but like there's not m- anything crazy major going on. Like the, there's the Greensboro sit in then there's a the Civil Rights Act.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Not, not to even dampen my own oh, also chances the, here. And also like, the earthquake. But, like, the Greensboro sit-ins was one of however many sit-ins that were going on yeah. through the whole movement. Like, while it was extremely important, yeah. it wasn't like that was the one that happened yeah, yeah. that changed everything. thinking, like, a six and a half. Yeah, I think I'm thinking a seven. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm feeling I'm feeling good so far. Uh, and funny, the geef factor. <laughs> hmm. I hmm. think the. I don't know. It's not that funny. Fair enough. I'm not taking this personally at all. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Maybe like a four.
1: Actually, Whoa. wait. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: probably need to change the historical significance. Now, why is that? Because of all the countries that gained independence. All right, we'll bump it up. <laughs> we'll bump it up to yes. 14 and a half. I just forgot about, like, so many countries gained independence. Actually, yes, I forgot about that as well. Thank like, <laughs> Gee factor? And so did, we'll do we 15, put it 15. on? 15. 15. 15. 15. All right. Okay, yeah. I'll take it.
1: Okay, gee factor. I'll make like a five. Yeah, I'll go five too. Yeah. 10 out of 20. Ah, damn. Technological
2: uh, advancement, though. Yeah, what were the inventions? <laughs> a lot. Dude, the they f- went down to the bottom of the ocean and- top of the world pretty impressive
1: first weather satellite Mm -hmm. birth control pills um, particle accelerator the very first one Uh, the very first the first laser gets nine gets lit yeah I'm thinking nine Sputnik five 18 yeah true Sputnik five okay two nines yeah 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 cool personal enjoyment Wilson how did you how did you feel about this week I enjoyed it me too yeah I think I enjoyed it like an
2: eight an eight (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty, we've been pretty even this week with, our, I like with our numbers. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So two eights as well. Yes.
2: I'm not going to let Jonty do this. I'm going to
1: calculate <laughs> it. No, he looks, I think he's doing it well. So for pop culture, we have 16, 16. historical significance, 15, funny slash geef factor, 10, <coughs> tech advancement, 18, and PE, personal enjoyment, 16, giving like the that. score of. That is 72. I just come. I guessed. I don't think you're right. Sixty-seven. No. <laughs> yeah. Seventy-five. I think it might be seventy-five. Wilson's double-checked. Double double-checked. It's seventy-five. Seventy-five. <laughs> I okay. Did that
2: three times again. <laughs> okay. That's that, that's pretty good.
1: I reckon. All right. So that's it's that's almost six the on the tier. S- that's like right underneath last Whoa. week. Yeah,
2: we, yeah. We, That's the ex- almost the exact same score we gave last week.
1: I like it. I'll take it. So fifth last week, 78. With the score of 78, sorry, it was 1976. That's the bottom of the A tier so far. Is this, 1960, going to be in the B tier or the A tier?
2: Oh, what's the numbers, actually? Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. Oh, no, it's an A tier because A tier is 75 to 89. Yes! It's just an A tier. It has (laughs) snuck in. It has snuck
1: in. Lucky bugger.
2: Yeah. You, you You were putting a B there, weren't you?
1: <laughs> 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 right, the score has spoken. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like the funny factor was low, but it still ended high. Yeah. So I like that the new one can kind it of bounce a lot out. of different things. It yeah, bounces out. Mm. Oh, well, thanks, yeah. lads. I appreciate that. No worries. Um, should we see what we're doing next week? Let's do it. I think we should. All right, let me. It is my episode, so. Let's let's have
2: a little check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can be heard, but I was doing some kick time. What do we got? We've got (sighs) 1996.
1: 1996. Ooh. I love that. That's a good year. Yeah. I can already tell. That's going to be a real good year, I think. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah.
2: I'm out of my bum era. I mean, I'm in, I'm in
1: <laughs> You're in <laughs> your good year era. You have a yeah. promising year yeah. for once. Out of the grub era. In the 90s the- for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll Brilliant. be exciting. Yeah. I'm keen as a bean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, settle down. Just, <laughs> just yeah. It's good to go back to the nineties because the last one we had it was nineteen ninety one, and that was 91. me. That was which is the top
2: ninety four. I don't know if we've discussed that we've we've ranked, we've given numbers to all the previous years. And we have
1: that's ninety four. It's very hard yes. to beat that one. Yeah, these may be updated in the coming year here. Yeah, review Probably um, in the next few weeks. We do have yeah. a couple
2: things that we have. <laughs> Points out it
1: that need to be discussed that's yes. a good point though if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the E.T. You exactly. review send it in as soon as possible yes absolutely we'll, we'll discuss do. it but thanks for joining us today it's been yeah. a pleasure um, feel free to hit us up at top your Pod on Instagram and
2: at gmail us I don't know why I said gmail us gmail, gmail us, us, us at top your pod at gmail.com please do yeah
1: we love hearing from you all we post updates on the Insta regularly yes Yeah. time yeah Thanks for joining us on this lovely day. You beautiful people. Oh, wow. Just putting it out there. Very nice. All right. See you guys. See you next time.
2: Bye.